Welcome back, Double Tooth Fam. How are we doing today? This week is just audio only, so it's an on audio only. Ep. Yeah, I guess. Tired. Wait, are we putting this on YouTube with just the audio and a picture? Yeah, I'll put okay, it up anyways. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, you don't get to see us today. We're tired. We're back from New York. We had a phenomenal time. We really made a tradition with our friends of going to the spa all day and then screaming our butts off at karaoke at night. And if you haven't done that combo yet, it's very healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did that earlier this year with our friends in New York City. And then we did that again this past weekend. And so we'll probably do it again next time when we go back. Also, YouTube fam, you'd be delighted to know Greywind did jump on the table thinking that we were recording. He was really happy to get in front of the camera. But we don't have a camera, so he is on my lap and angry. I think it's just because it's their feeding time. Anyways, since, you know, we're a little low on energy and we're just tired and trying to recoup after a very demanding weekend, um, the live show went great, by the way. Can't wait for y'all to see the footage. New York, thanks for coming out. Y'all are great. Yeah, thanks for showing up. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for coming to the after party. It's funny because we had a fan who was at the LA live show who also went to the New York live show. Oh, I can't remember if you met her. She was there with her boyfriend both times. And I remembered her. And it was so funny because... Did you talk to them? Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, you were at the LA live show. She was like, yeah, we used to live there. And then we moved to New York. And I was like, you just following us. <laughs> um, but of course I was kidding. But anyways, it was really good to see her again. So fuck. And then I we also had a, for, uh, we had a, what were their names? There was a guy that was at the uh, San Francisco live show that was also at the New York live show because he just moved to New York. Oh, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor, if you're listening, are you also following us? <laughs> Love you. Just kidding. We've told our little meat story with Trevor several times, but yeah, now he's in uh, he's in New York, so that's cool. But anyways, New York, thank you for coming out. A huge shout out to our sponsors. I'm just going to give them a shout out in this episode. First, let's start with Peep Show Toys. They have been with us since the first live show. They've sponsored everyone and we're really grateful to work with them. So they always give us the pink dildos for the dick challenge. Yeah. And, and the, love dick, them. <laughs> the dick challenge this year, this time was a hand job challenge. And when I say it was hilarious, it went um, from a hand job challenge to just whatever you need to do to please this dildo yeah. challenge. Can't wait to post the YouTube video of the, can't wait to post a YouTube video of the live show, but Again, huge shout out to Peep Show. If you're looking for some new toys, use code DTFAM at checkout for 10% off. Second, First Rounds on Me has also been sponsoring us since day one. And they hosted our after party in congruence with Neft Vodka. So huge shout out to them. They had a photographer. We had a grand old time meeting everyone at the Speakeasy. Serafina, it was so much fun. So if you're looking to try out a new dating app, go download First Rounds on Me. Yes, go download First Rounds on Me if you're looking for a new dating app, just as Nikki said. Thirdly, I really want to give a huge shout out to Nutriblast. This is the second time that they've sponsored. I really am liking their probiotics. So if you are looking to start a new probiotic or you need to re-up your boric acid, use code DBLBROKE. 20 at checkout for I believe it is 20% off 
to continue our shout outs. Personal fave, you know our favorite lube already. Really love working with them. Absolutely love their lube. Thank you for sponsoring us again. Use code FAVEDT for 20% off at checkout. And then last but not least, we had two new sponsors for this live show that I'm really, really happy to present to you guys. The first one being Blush Love Toys. It's another sex toy shop. We really love working with shops that have like good vibes. Um, Peep Show, we really like to use for like our BDSM, our other types of toys, dildos, nipple clamps, etc. Blush, great if you're looking for some new vibrators. Use code BGTDT. So that's BGTDT for 20% off if you're looking for some new vibrators. They did give us some vibrators to give away at the show and they were really nice vibrators yeah they i'm really always were. jealous of the people that win the vibrators i know but they deserve it they deserve it they won those fair and square and then last but not least we finally got a period company i have been wanting to work with a period company for so freaking long so Nixit, which okay they have menstrual cups and they also have a menstrual cup wash that is also a vaginal wash that i'm a huge huge fan of but Nixit, yeah, menstrual cups, I, I'm i not going to lie. I'm usually like terrified of them. But like Steph swears by her menstrual cup from Nixit. She absolutely loves it. So I know I need to give mine a try. I just finished my period. So the next time it comes around, I'm going to use my menstrual cup. I really love their packaging. They gave us free totes to give to everybody. So everybody at the live show left with a tote. And if you ordered merch, I had a few totes extra. So I gave y'all nixit totes as well but if you are looking for some quality period products check out nixit and use code bgtdt for 15 percent off so again shout out to our sponsors we really wouldn't have been able to do that show without them so guys if you love supporting us and any of those companies really speak out to you try their products out. Let us know what you think. So hopefully, yeah, we can continue this partnership going. We love it. We hope you guys love their stuff. And I'm really, really grateful to be working with such amazing companies. Anyways, now on to... Um, now on to the meat of the bones. The, yeah. Basically, we're going to do a Q&A for this episode. We haven't done a Q&A in a while. And I actually always love the Q&A episodes because I feel like we get to touch on like so many subjects that maybe we're not sure people like want to touch on them or not so let's get started this one was a little bit of a longer one but this girl messaged us she said we're a monogamous couple how have you dealt with feeling betrayed by your partner in the past my partner when we were dating not together but he had made it clear we were only seeing each other had messaged girls inviting them over for sexual needs they never went, but most of these girls were girls he was intimate with in the past or girls he was holding on to because he didn't want a relationship at that time. Some were within a friend group. I've seen the messages two months ago because he didn't delete them and he kept some phone numbers and exchanged sexual memes on Instagram. He blocked some. Meanwhile, others he hasn't because again, being friends over 10 years, how do I get over this and trust him again? Because my biggest thing is if he tried to do stuff while not having to be faithful because we weren't together, how could I trust and ensure nothing will happen now? We live an hour apart. And I always had a feeling, but I'm someone who needs to see something to really believe it. Please help and see. Oh, please help. And yes, this is Sag Woman Libra Man. Ooh. 
Okay, wait. So they were, let me... So they were they dating were, but not together when he was messaging other girls. Some of them are like friends from years that he's hooked up with in the past. And some of them were like casual flings or whatever. He said nothing happened. But like the messages are all still there. And then she found them and she's like, I don't know how to feel about it. Honestly, like... Wait, it, hold on. How did she find them? Oh. Did um, she like go through his phone or he willingly showed her? Oh, let me also say since then, he's always given me full access, even if it's my choice to not look because I shouldn't have to overlook everything that's being sent or received and reassurance that it won't happen, but it's still replays in my head since he knows about my past and is always open to having conversations about it with me. Okay, so I guess she had the opportunity to see because he gave her full access. Uh, that's a tough one because really tough when one. even like when you're dating but not he said they were only seeing each other like they were dating but, but not at the point they of, weren't monogamous yet or they weren't like you know yeah I mean? but not at the point of like truly defining the relationship that's a really big gray area so that's that's a toughie and one that i've definitely used to my advantage before i will admit i know i feel like we've all been there where we're like oh you know we're dating but like we're not like so we're not together go. together yeah. so like i'm still going to like send this guy my tits or something yeah um I would definitely have my guard up if it were me. I would just need to know that, like, honestly, like, I would just want, like, a second look, you know? Like, like give me a second peek. I guess, like, the thing... But for, he could have also just deleted the messages. Like, I'm happy that he gives her full access and that he's always, like, willing to talk about it and whatnot. But, like, he could also just be deleting messages so it looks like it's something innocent. But at the same time, like, I feel like if they're dating then he should have a conversation with these girls and be like, hey, I'm dating someone now. We can't be messaging like this anymore. Just wanted to let you know. Would appreciate if you respect this boundary. Thank you. I mean, does he like... Okay, my question to the OP. Does he make you feel secure in other ways? Yeah. How? Yeah. Or are you questioning this because maybe he's not... You feel like he's lacking in some area. And you might and you might think it's related to this. That's one question I have. No, I agree. Like, how does he make you feel outside of like these incidents? And like, has he ever given you a reason to make you think? Also, how long have they been together? She didn't specify, but she saw the messages two months ago. I don't know. I would definitely have my guard up about it. But I think it just that means it just warrants more conversations. And maybe, like I said, ask him to like have a conversation with these girls. Like, hey, I know we've been friends for over 10 years. I know we've we've hooked up in the past. But like I'm seeing someone now. Please understand like we can't talk like that anymore. I would definitely, you know, look for something like that. And I think that's very fair. Also, if he's a Libra man, he's probably a people pleaser through and through. And, you know, doesn't want to like say something, you know. Well, I mean, another thing that I would say is at the end of the day, like you can also just be really upfront with him about this. Hey, I saw these messages two months ago. I think he knows he knows that she saw them, but like it's she's saying it's still weighing on her mind. So I agree. Maybe just be upfront with him. Hey, I know it's been some time since I saw those messages, but they're still bothering me. Is there a chance maybe we can have another conversation about it and like see where he's willing to help you out to feel better? Yeah. And also, you know, and maybe you two can like deep dive. Like, why are why are you still thinking about this? What's bringing like, is it insecurity, jealousy? Is it distrust? Like, I'm sure it's a combination of those. But like, how can he show up for you in ways that make you feel better about the situation and also just you know think about it how you can show up for yourself like you know make that decision for you as well like okay he did that 
you know, you've been together now. He shows me love and trust and these other ways. Like, you know, is there a way to, is this a deal breaker? And then really decide that for yourself. Yeah. Anyways, hope that helps and best of luck. Also, a Sag and a Libra. Love that. That's a fun combo. It really is. I dated a guy. I There were two men that I've dated in the past two years that were Sagittarius men. Great sex. Great sex. Oh, who's the second? Oh, Brock. Yeah, the avocado farmer. Oh, she just said they've been dating three or four years. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, then that's been long gone. That's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I need to let that go. I would would talk about that. Okay, moving on. This one I thought was a really interesting question. Can water sports ever turn unsafe? Do you have any safety tips for the receiver? And then when I asked for clarification in the DMs, she said basically piss play. Like drinking it? Like swallowing it. No. You don't need to be swallowing other people's pee. Well, okay, on one hand, it's a lot like any other bodily fluid. It comes with risks. I I did a Google search because I've never come across this. And, you know, it's not safe to drink it, but it's also like, it's, you know, like it, it's really only going to lead to like really bad things if you have like some really bad bacteria and diseases in your, in your pee. Um, so it's a lot like, you know, blood or, you know, vaginal fluids or penile fluids. I would pro, <laughs> I would proceed with caution. I would as well. Every single time I've had someone pee on me, it's been in the shower and it's been like below my neck. So I've never had to like deal with like. You don't want it in your eye. Yeah. You don't want it going up your nose. You definitely don't want it in your mouth. Yeah. I don't think those are safe. I think if you like, you know, maybe like lick some up or something like that, like it, maybe it's not totally terrible, but oh, I, mean, I, I would proceed with caution and I'm I, not a doctor. Yeah. I think when it when it comes to like licking it just yeah very small amounts i mean you have to think about it it is the excretory system like, yeah it's literally what comes out of after like what year is like everything that your body doesn't need after it's broken shit down and it's trying to get rid of it so yeah it's i don't think you need to read yeah you don't need to put it into your body when but like if in the throes of passion you like lick a little bit up i don't think it's that big of a deal however you don't need to fucking slap the baguette and just guzzle it down either yeah this is not a beer funnel (laughs) that would that would be my advice do you have any safety tips for the receiver close your mouth (laughs) (laughs) and put some goggles on i'm not kidding yeah, you don't want it in your eye. I actually do think it could. You could probably get pink eye. No, you could get pink eye. You could get bacterial infections in your eye, and those are so close to your brain. That's the last thing you want. Yeah. Okay. Any? Uh, let me see that one. I we had never gotten that one before. I was like, wow, something new. Um, Someone, go ahead. I was just gonna answer that one. Yeah, go ahead. Someone asked, "Have y'all ever thought about doing adult content? Why or why not? Pros and cons." Here's my short answer, and this is, I think we've said this answer plenty of times, so I'll just say it again. We give y'all enough of ourselves, I feel, through the podcast and our stories and our social accounts, even Sunroom, Patreon. Like, I think sex work is amazing, but I don't want to do adult content. Not for myself. I think some things I'd like to keep for me agreed i mean like yeah sure i don't mind an occasional titty pick on you know sunroom or foot content 
but yeah at the end of the day like I already give myself a lot of myself to this and like I don't want to and and you know like yeah you guys love and support us and it's great and you know I appreciate that and I love being known for my thoughts in my mind but like you know we do open up ourselves to a lot of you know ridicule and hate and judgment from people so like the last thing I need to do is add more on to that by you know putting out adult content again I respect adult content creators I think it's a great way to make money I think absolutely if it's something you feel called to do we're interviewing one next week (laughs) yeah but I it's just not something that I feel called to do either so there's that however I'm sure we'd kill it if we tried (laughs) oh I think someone was asking about our STD testing sites we already did an episode on that we can just add it in the comments yeah there's several you can use for that I thought this one was really sad. How to handle being alone and sad all the time. Well, I want to know like what level of all the time, because if it's chronic, if it's every day, you might be dealing with depression. And if that's the case, definitely go see a doctor, a therapist or a therapist. But I mean, I would say, you know, the road to, I mean, like take, for example, how to handle being alone and sad all the time. That tells me that they at least recognize the problem. They're feeling that way. Yep, a problem spoken or a problem written is a problem half solved. Exactly. So now it's about taking the next step. Now, you don't need to, you know, if you're scared about jumping into um, maybe social social situations, maybe you're scared of going to therapy. I don't know what your friend group looks like. If any of those things cause you anxiety, well, then first that issue needs to be resolved from within. You need to wake up every morning Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm worthy of a partner. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of friendship. Of friendship. I'm worthy of having a community. And really remind yourself every single day that you're worthy of the things that you seek. And then take some steps to try and, you know, find friends, find community, find a partner. But also I wanna I wanna specify because I know I've been in I mean, because if you're feeling alone and sad. I've felt that way too. When I was younger, I felt very alone, very sad all the time. I had depression. I didn't really do much about it at that time. Um, But if it's anything that I can at least say from my experience is don't let yourself wallow. Don't dig, don't like crave that like deeper hurt. Like at one point you're going to have to just like slap yourself and be like, hey, yeah, I can't keep wallowing in this. I can't keep sitting in it. So don't sit in it. You recognize the problem. There are ways for you to take action. You can do it slowly. You don't have to do it all at once, but don't wallow in it. Yeah. And find some events. Find some things that interest you, whether it's like, you know, go take a painting class or, you know, find some events near you. Go, um, I was going to say play pickleball, but you need people for that. But you know, sometimes they do like at you know, various centers where they pair you with a random person. I don't know, but go be around people doing something that interests you and just see who you meet. Oh, can we answer the rave one? Yes. But also that does remind me of someone asked, um, like how to find community. Oh yeah. Best way to find your people in the kinkier festival community. And like my advice is going to be very similar to that person as well. Go to events where kinky and ravey people go. So like, go to raves that's where you're gonna meet or festival people or festival community go and people go alone to raves all All the the time 
Yeah. How did our one of our rave fan members was alone when he met the other two? Yeah. In Croatia. Yeah. And they were all American. There's nothing wrong with going to a rave by yourself. And then kink, I mean, like, I know the kink communities put out events all the time. So find, like, your local dungeon or Yeah, find... they're not hiding it either. Go yeah. on FetLife. Go on Field. Field has pages worth of events, whether they're virtual or live. Instagram, too. You know, like, look up in your city and then, like, look up the kink um, community um, hashtag and, like, see what's in your city. And, like, you can definitely... Like, go, go to those events, and then you'll start finding your people. Um, okay, what was advice for a first rave? 34, female to a mini Barbie rave. Outfit, shoes, what to expect? Okay, this is, I love this. For shoes, wear something comfortable. I have a pair of, it's like, they're not leather, but they are, they're the Air Doc Martins. Air Martins, yep. Air Martins. I've had those for years. They're my best, they're my favorite rave shoe Put some inserts in them. You're going to love it. Also, uh, Doc Martens also work too. I see a lot of people wear Doc Martens, but yeah. make sure they're broken in. Yeah. Tennis shoes are good. Anything that's closed-toed and comfortable. Yes. And I know you I see don't, a lot of girls on the platforms and the demonias, but like... Those uh, take time to build. Yeah. I haven't even reached that I haven't level. yet. Neither have I. So, I not, and I don't will. think I ever will. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, also for like a first rave experience... Um, just remember to drink lots of water. If you're going to partake in extracurriculars, bring water and chew toys. Bring your gum. I can do a whole episode on how to hide all this shit, <laughs> but we'll do that another time. That's Cammy speaking, by the way. Yeah, if you need, well, I mean, because like some venues don't let you take gum in. So if you need to hide your gum, stick it in your boot. If you need to hide, you know, your lollipops, I don't know. Find a way to shove them up your asshole. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But anyways, there's ways to take in that if you're going to do extra curriculars. But at the end of the day, my best advice is to hydrate. And um, look and see what the venue uh, and the festival like allows in um, so that you can take it with you. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is get to a fucking Dom Dalla concert with three packs of gum and then realize that you can't take any of it in. So also... For outfit ideas, this is like my go-to outfit and it's always cute. Do a comfortable bodysuit and, you know, you can make it like cheeky, not cheeky, whatever. Comfortable bodysuit or comfortable like top and shorts, whatever. Fishnets. I, fishnets. Yep. Your boots. Your boots. A pashmina. If you want. A pashmina you can find like on Amazon or wherever or iHeartRaves. And, you know, you can make it like a cute top. You can make, you know, cute shorts, whatever. I would not wear jean shorts if I were you to a rave. Personal preference. I don't like wearing jeans to raves. And then a fanny pack. A and sunnies. Yeah. A cute stylish fanny pack and those like cheap heart-shaped sunglasses that you get on Amazon. But also if, if it is going to be hot, bring a fan. Not to clack, but to fan. Though I will clack once or twice. Anyways, I hope you have fun. Let us know how it goes. I'm excited for you. Okay, I, uh, someone asked, are cream pies still a thing to do for swingers? Not at a party. Yeah, not at <laughs> Everyone's a party. wearing condoms. You can do cream pies with your partners if you have already discussed that with all of your other partners involved. Someone asked, what are your recommended hottest positions ideas for a MFF threesome beyond the usual? MFF. Male, female, female. 
and the females play together. Um, I've said this before in another episode, but my absolute favorite one is have the guy fuck one of the girls while that girl has a strap on and fucks the other girl. Hmm. I haven't done that. That's always my favorite. Okay, there was... Have you done that? What? Yeah. Multiple times. Oh. Yeah. Were you in the middle? I've done both. Wow. I didn't know that about you. I've literally talked about it. It was the doggy mission. Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. Oh, I was going to uh, say it was on the pod, Cammy. Like oh I shit, literally sorry. told you all about it. So I didn't yes, know that. You do know this about me. Wait, someone, someone asked- put, I'm sexually more needy than my wife. Is it wrong to try and draw more out of her or let her be her? I think personally, if you're up against this issue you both need to communicate upon it and see what is the middle ground if you're wanting sex four times a week and she wants it once a week can y'all do it twice a week can y'all maybe masturbate together the next day like how are you going to compromise because the reason or the issue with this problem is if you're not non-monogamous or you can seek this out with other partners if your partner isn't as sexually active as you What are you going to turn to? Resentment. You're going to get really fucking horny and you're just going to get angry and you're not going to, you know, you're going to want to cheat. That's going to... Or find other outlets. Yeah. yeah, Or find other outlets. That tends to be the direction that goes. I'm not saying you're going to do that. But if you're coming across this issue, I would say try to see if you can find a compromise. And if there isn't a compromise, like if she really just isn't that wanting, you know, isn't really wanting to have sex that often, like... Okay, and how are you two going to deal with this? But I also think anytime a man asks this question, like, 
I, there are a lot of things that I, and I'm not saying to blame men, but there are a lot of things that come to mind with this. A, are you doing anything to help her around the house and reduce her level of stress? Ooh, level, that's a good yeah, level rabbit of hole to go down. Yeah. Because let me, let me put it this way. If she's taking care of the kids, taking care of the dishes, taking care of dinner, taking care of everything while you sit on your ass and do nothing, chances are, I'm sorry, she's not going to have any energy left for your ass. Okay. Or your dick. So not saying you're doing that. Not saying you're doing that. I'm not blaming you. But like literally every single time I hear this question, I like, this is where my mind immediately goes because so many men are like, well, I don't understand why my wife never wants to have sex with me when, you know, she has to cook dinner, take care of the kids, uh, do all the dishes, clean the house, you know, keep up with our social calendar and everything. You know, I, why doesn't she have any time for me? Hmm. Well, it's because it doesn't sound like she does. You know, well, but also so, there's so, just so many different ways this could go down. Cause like, what if she's on birth control? Yeah. Well, that, that was going to be another thing. Like, is she on any medications? Is she on birth control? That can greatly affect her drive. Another thing, emotional labor. Are you making her feel emotionally secure, emotionally happy, emotionally fulfilled? Do you make her feel sexy? Yeah. Do you like that? That's another thing too. Like, do, do y'all you, compliment each other? Like, do you still flirt? Do you still talk sexy to each other? All those things because like do you sexed. Uh, the, the thing for women and like I, men just cannot wrap their heads around this but like for women so much of sexual arousal comes from mental and emotional stimulation that's why all the, the time safer I feel the more I want to fuck absolutely the hotter a guy makes me feel with his words with his actions with his whatever the more I want to fuck him that's a why like thousand percent that's why I especially like I always get really turned on by having sex with Cody because he makes me feel emotionally safe. When we're in the bedroom, he definitely takes care of me. And also just like he also just compliments my body so much. That was another thing, you know, taking care of you. Like what does sex look like between the two of you? Are you going down on her? Are you asking her what she wants out of sex? And like, if you're like, oh, well, I ask her if she wants me to go down on her and she says no. A lot of times women don't want anyone down there if it's not someone that doesn't make them feel safe. So again, it goes back to the safety thing and back to like the, the, the nurturing and the emotional, you know, kind of like love and care between the two of you. Because like, I, let me just put it this way for men. And I hope you all really just start trying to get your heads around this i feel like the ones listening to the pod already know this we should really be saying this to social still media. however <laughs> if you make her feel loved and safe and sexy and attractive and cared for and nurtured and like she has a partner in you and not a liability in you those floodgates will open she will want to suck your dick she will want to have sex all the things it's when you take those things away from women that their bodies start shutting down from arousal. Yeah. I mean, so, so much, at the end of the... Yeah, I was going to say, just so much of arousal starts, like, or probably 90% of arousal happens outside of the bedroom. Well, I mean, and that... So when I say, you know, communicate about it, like, that's the kind of conversation I'm saying you need to have. Like, look at it from all point of views. What does y'all's day-to-day look like? What... How do y'all's, you know emotional compatibility you know connect like how are you being there for each other not just as partners as roommates as parents as whatever but as friends like how are you you got to look at all of these things to like really get to the root of like 
where are y'all's libidos? That's what I'm saying. And I, what's feeding your libidos? I, I think this problem starts outside of the bedroom. So start looking outside of the bedroom. Yeah, look out before you look in. All Another right. one that's kind of on the similar scale. Someone said, my wife hates sex. She says it's painful and hurts. I think it could be due to endometriosis. Help. Ooh. If you think it's due to a medical issue, go to a doctor and get it checked out. And it could not be just endometriosis. And try to go to a holistic one. Yeah, go to a, but like aside from endometriosis that can make sex painful, yeast infections make sex painful, BV can make sex painful, any sort of like um, infection can really affect or like anything that affects your juices, etc. But also like if it's, she's feeling pain during sex in general, like something's wrong and if she like, I'm assuming if you're saying she has endometriosis, then that is probably 90% of the issue. But there are ways that you can combat this. Like if you've tried maybe CBD lubes, if you've tried, I mean, CBD is my first go-to. Well, I would say lube in general too. Like it yeah, could be lube, like, if, she, if she's not, yeah, it, it, try, try more lube, try positions, try a CBD infused lube that can help kind of relax the area. I know recently we've talked about personal faves, Peak. It's a CBD infused oil that you can use during sex. And like I've said before, I have a partner or I had a partner in the past who was very large and sometimes it hurt. But like when we use that loop, it made it so much more uh, comfortable. Well, so, and also like think about it. Canosexual Ashley Manta, she's talked about how she used to have painful sex mm-hmm. and she started using a CBD sex oil and that really helped her yeah. and find her pleasure. So there, there are products you know, and ways to yeah, try this. The, the, the sex industry this. is huge. There are products that can really help with this. So peek around see see what you find yeah and hopefully that'll help so i'm sorry that she's dealing with that and i hope that it can get resolved but but know that like again a problem written is a problem half solved if you recognize okay she hates sex it's painful and it hurts okay now let's start getting to the root of it do we need to see a doctor do we need to try new products do we need more lube what do we need do we need to try new positions etc Okay. Someone asked, what are some good resources to learn more about E&M? I mean, I feel like we've already gone through those. Obviously, podcasts, you can start with ours. You can start with Multi-Amory. You can start with, there's Remodeled Love. There's Openly. Like, there's definitely a ton of different podcasts that you can look into. If you want to start reading books, you can read Polysecure. You can read The Polyamory Paradox. The Polyamory Paradox Ethical by slut. Irene Morning, Ethical Slut. There's so many different books. You can also check out, you know, pages like John Romanello. I think, you know, he does a lot of Q&As. So there's definitely a lot of good stuff out there. Um, one guy said, I never have any luck with women. I'm always the nice guy. What can I do to change this? I'm sorry. But anytime a man says, I'm always the nice guy, that's a huge red flag for me. No offense You are to not you. entitled to a woman just because you, you are, are nice. nice. Now, I'm not saying you need to be a dick. I'm saying, you know, really look at this from, you know, the approach of like, okay, what partner are you looking for? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? And Don't, how are you approaching that? Yeah. How are you? Like, but also not just looks wise, also energy, the type of person. Interest, mutual interest. Yeah. And... Go to the places where you think those people will be and just start talking to people. Now, I, with when it comes to luck, like that's a two-way street because A, the person has to like you. And so that, do you have confidence? How are you presenting yourself? How are you presenting yourself? 
Are you, you know, are you approaching conversations? Are you being a pathetic? Are you interesting? Like a lot of the times when I, if you know, if I would go on a date and the guy would, for example, like if he just talked about himself and he was just like, oh my God, I do this. This is the, these are people I know. Like, oh, look at me and this fancy person that I know. And I know this celebrity and I really do this and blah, blah, blah. I don't give two fucking shits. This is not a list of recommendations. I want to know who the fuck you actually are. Are you having deep conversations with people? Are you polite? I really, you know, if I go on a date and like the guy opens the door, things I mean, I like that. it's about how you make them feel. Do you make women feel safe? Do you approach them in a way that makes them feel safe? Do you make them feel like you're there to get to know them as much as they are, you know, there to get to know you? I just, I hate when, when guys say, I'm always the nice guy. Again, you're not entitled to someone just because you're nice. I think I'm a somewhat nice person. (laughs) I don't think that makes me entitled to have a partner. Like, that's not the reason. If someone likes me and they like me for me and they think I'm cool, awesome. And let's see if I I think the same and, like, explore them. His profile picture looks approachable. Yeah. So I just, I don't think this should be something that like, you're like, oh, well, I'm nice. No one likes me. And it's, it's that I'm having bad luck, but like, I'm also, yeah, don't feed into that stigma of nice guy versus bad boy. Yeah. That's for the books. Real life. It's different. Yeah. Real life. It's about how you connect. Be your most truest, authentic self. I don't care if you're a nerd. I don't care if you're going to give me a five page synopsis on why you really love this character in Star Wars. Tell me what you're passionate about and let's see if we connect. Yeah. But like be your authentic self, but like reflect on where maybe you can like, you know, make sure you're approaching people in a way that makes them feel safe and welcome. And, you know, make sure you're communicating, you know, your needs and your desires and what you're looking for. Like all those things, boundaries, et cetera. Yeah. So good luck. Hope that helps. How to reignite the spark in a 10 year marriage with two young children. I've never been in this situation, so. I was in a 10 year relationship and it didn't include children. There were definitely lulls and peaks. I, we didn't have children, so I don't know what that's like. But the best thing that I can say is like, I think it's good to have the mindset of there are lulls and peaks. And like recognizing that things have an ebb and a flow. So maybe right now you're at a little bit of a low, but say, okay, I can recognize maybe we're at a little bit of a lull right now. Like let's be proactive and figure out some ways where we can, you know, go back to a peak. So I I think it really helps when the both of you are like aligned in that and can like recognize, okay, maybe right now we are a little bit in a, in a, in a low point. Like what can we do to get out of this? What are you feeling? What am I feeling? Let's talk about this. Let's, let's tackle this as a team and like handle it together if you're over here like oh wow there's no spark and then he's over there like everything's great I don't know what you're talking about then you have probably an even bigger issue so I think have some converse start off with some conversations around like where you feel that lull or that low point how you'd like to get to where you want to be where do you want to be have all of those discussions but from as someone that was in a 10-year relationship there were definitely moments of like reigniting the the passion and like reaching those peaks again after lulls that felt like they were nearly impossible to get out of like it is doable it just requires a lot of awareness a lot of communication and like both of you being dedicated to getting out of it together someone asked can a selfish man truly ever change yeah if he wants to (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) 
at the end of the day, like if if a selfish man recognizes that he's a selfish man, doesn't matter what you write, what you see in him. How does he see himself? Yeah, but also, and that goes either way, man or woman or person, however you want to say that. But also, just like how are you viewing them as selfish? Do they recognize that you're viewing that as selfish? Start there. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times, like Nikki and I will have moments where we're like, "You're being really selfish," and it's like, "Mm, at what level? I don't know. So I feel like you have to you get to get to the root of it. Yeah. Get to the root of that. What are you perceiving as selfish? Do they perceive it the same? And but is they, it a character trait or is it just some a or, season? Yeah. But I mean, if you're if your question is like if someone can change. Yeah. If they really want to. But you're not going to be the one to convince them that they need to change. They have to be the ones to decide upon themselves. Hey. I need to make some changes in this department. Someone asked, best way to introduce bondage into a relationship? Slowly but surely. (laughs) Handcuffs. Yeah, I was going to say handcuffs first. Might I suggest the lovely tan pair by by Kilter. Love their cuffs. But yes, I would say start very slow. Start with a good pair of handcuffs. Preferably leather. Yeah. Then you can graduate to, you know, the harness straps that strap on to those handcuffs. Mm-hmm. then you can deep dive further into, I don't know what you're wanting to try, whether it's like shibari, start with decorative ties before you try to suspend someone, Yeah, but shibari, I mean, you need to be watching hella YouTube videos or going yeah, to and learning. classes. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to dive into shibari, this if is not something you just go into blindly. You're going to need resources. But yeah, I mean, the thing about bondage is you want to make sure you're not causing harm because that harm can be lasting if you do it wrong so definitely start by educating yourself first on what types of bondage you're trying to explore what best tools you can use for that and how you can best practice might i suggest starting it with a dungeon where someone teaches classes on it Mm -hmm. or it doesn't have to be a dungeon sometimes they teach classes just like wherever virtually yeah Someone asked how to make a move on a girl like kiss and how to know if she's comfy or not. Ask her. May I kiss you? If she even shows a moment of of hesitation, hesitation, just be like, you know what? It's okay. Thank you. Yeah. But hopefully she'll just answer. I mean, I'm sure she'll answer and then you can be like, okay, yeah, she does want to kiss me. No, she does not. (laughs) But yeah, you ask her. I think it's sexy when someone asks. I much prefer it. And half the time, if a guy's like, may I kiss you? I probably will want to do it just out of curiosity. If he tries to kiss me when I don't want to kiss him, I will legitimately push him away. Oh, I've had that the happen second, before. Yeah, same. So have I. And it's like. One time I pushed and he kept going. Uh, I was like, no. <sighs> yeah. So the best way to, to have an answer is uh, ask. Um, another one was, another question was, how do I get over a guy that doesn't want to be with me anymore? Move on. You say to yourself every morning, love will find me and what is meant for me will come my way. You'll, it'll what is meant for you won't pass you. I'm sorry. If he doesn't want you, you don't need to be wasting your time. But again, say to yourself every morning, love will find me. You are worthy of a partner that wants you. Yeah. What What do you think is going to happen if you, you make him change his mind? Let me tell you, it's going to go right back to exactly where you're at now. He'll want you for a little bit. There might be a thrill. It'll be fun. Then it ends. Like if it's not, if he is really not showing that he wants you, you just need to move on. And I feel like, you know, especially when it comes to us women, like 
you know, we might see a guy that we really love and we're like, nah, nah, this is it. This is it. And, you know, then he starts showing, I mean, if he's upright telling you like, hey, I don't want to be with you, like take the man for his words. You don't need to turn it into a little passion project. I know I've done that before in the past. It only wasted my time. Just do you and find people that want to be with you. Someone asked, do you two podcast full time? And if so, how do you make that work? I'm impressed. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, I guess we I kind do. of do. Yeah. We kind of do the podcast full time. Because my Jamie has another job, but I mainly just do the podcast. And then I work but my, my job is in product. podcasting. Yeah. And then so I'm like fully immersed product. in the podcast world. Nikki's living life and doing her passion projects that we're really excited to announce at some point or another. Thoughts I, on Scorpio women and Pisces men in a relationship. I like it. Hell yeah, very watery. Yeah, you need some you need some earth in there or some fire, I think, but it definitely works. It definitely works. I think those are all Someone asked, ever get anything lost in your ass? Yes, I've done a pod episode on it. Feel free to check it out. Someone lost, or a couple, I was having a threesome with lost anal beads in my ass. Not fun. Remember, (coughs) the ass is a highway. Okay, things can get lost. Someone asked advice slash thoughts on long distance relationships. I personally cannot do them. There has to be an end in sight. We did talk about this in our last episode with Rose um called the episode was called what was it new relationship anxiety Mm -hmm. so check out that we deep dive a little bit more into that subject i mean i think long distance relationships we've seen couples who have been who did it obviously very successfully uh john romanello amanda bucci they had a long distance relationship i believe for a year before they both moved into the same city john's sub is uh, slash 24 7 uh collared partner is long distance they carve out specific time like once a month to see each other etc so it's like there's ways to do long distance there just i think has to be an end in sight but that's just my personal opinion but yeah we've done lots of episodes on it so tune in anyways that pretty much concludes all the questions Ugh, i feel like we sounded solo energy sorry guys we're just tired we had a really long weekend yeah but also just like you do kind of get this drop after you do because you get such an adrenaline high from doing shows and then as soon as it ends it just drops so i need like a couple more days to recover but we do have some very exciting guests coming up oh my god one of them i'm thrilled about i know i know thrilled or at least uh 18 year old nikki is just jumping in her boots or whatever the fuck the saying is but anyways guys i hope you enjoyed today's episode we will see you next week we'll be back to to we'll be back to video youtube don't you worry your little eyes out youtube yes with the cats with the cats and everything but now we are gonna go eat dinner walk the dogs and veg out on the couch while we disassociate Ooh, i'm gonna brush snow i'm starting my dog's snow on um physical therapy hopefully water therapy so i'm really excited about that and we have flan for dessert yes okay guys remember wear condoms oh and if you want a hoodie we have merch oh yeah we do we have, have s- ball caps left too but we have merch left over from the show if you want to order some we did post about it on instagram but just in case 
you didn't see any of the posts or you're you're not on social media we do have full-length hoodies that just they're black they say double team podcast in purple we have a few ranging sizes on that i have two small cropped black hoodies that say double team podcast and then i have four hats that say the feet feel good now when it comes to merch i have these items i'm hoping to sell them if you're interested shoot me a dm or email me via our site i do have some like leftover nixit canvas bags uh, that i've been sending with the orders along with like wear condoms stickers so you do get some extra goodies if you do order from us otherwise i do plan on doing a merch drop in the fall via online ordering that'll be much simpler of course um, but that probably won't be for like another month or so so if you want an item now and you want us to send you some extra goodies submit your order and i'll mail it out to you what else i think that's it yeah i think that's it love you guys thank you for your support i just want to say that we're just really thankful to be here and be able to be doing this and i love the live shows i love doing the podcast even episodes like this one where i'm feeling a little low low it's fun to just answer your questions and connect and talk about things that you know interest me and interest y'all and connect in that way so thanks for that yes you guys are the best don't forget to leave a five-star review on apple podcasts Woo! I did see we were number two in the sexuality category for the United States the other day. That made me really happy. That fluctuates every day, so it's probably changed by now, but do love being number two. Anyways, love you guys. Wear condoms. Come back and see us next week. Bye. I'll let y'all know how Snow's therapy appointment went because I know you're very invested. 